You contain multitudes. Inside of you are traces of generations and lifetimes of past generations. And until now, you've been picking up and learning from everyone you've met, everyone who's influenced you, everyone who's been a part of your life, who's come and gone, who's passed you in fleeting moments. But in order to truly, truly start this brave yes journey of being yourself and living more courageously, you have to tap into your strengths and what makes you, you. You're listening to The Brave Yes, the show where we explore the many brave yeses highly passionate women must make in order to show up in this world more fully as you, without apology. I am your host, Sean Fink, a coach for women who are ready to dig out from the rubble of shoulds and expectations and family life and pandemics (laughs) and start leading with courage and authenticity. So hello, hello, your strengths, your strengths, your strengths are your superpowers. Your strengths are what will carry you through these hard times. Your strengths are what have already carried you through. So why? Why do you focus so much on your weaknesses? In today's episode, I'm sharing a bit more on the first lesson in my Rise Stronger in 2021 challenge that many of you have gone through already this year. This challenge is actually not going to be around for much longer. The plan is that uh, at the beginning of February, it will go away. So if you're thinking of doing it, now is the time. And I'll give you some links and everything that you need to do that at the end and uh, in the show notes. Today, this episode, I am focusing on the power of getting to know yourself, this very secret of being the most you that you can ever be. And I'm talking about living into your strengths. As I said, this podcast is brought to you by the Rise Stronger in 2021 Challenge, a free seven-day challenge designed to give you six science-backed tools to bring you greater well-being and resilience. Each day for seven days, you will receive one email from me with a new element to explore and sink into your real life. Listen, I just want you to be strong enough to do really cool things. I want you to be strong enough to get through this year. I want you to be strong enough to live into your dreams. So head over. Start the Rise Stronger in 2021 Challenge. Sign up, get started immediately. Okay, so strengths. I'm going to start this episode a little differently. I'm going to tell you a story about myself. And 
I know some people know this story, but really very few know this story. And it's actually one of my favorite stories to tell <laughs> when I'm in person. So I wasn't actually raised with religion. We didn't go to church. I never read the Bible. I barely knew any of the basic stories or language of religion. I have only three memories of being in a church from the time I was about two or three to the time I was 25. The first was when I was about three and I went with my father's mother, my grandmother, a family I have now been estranged from for about 40 years. I went with her to a very serious Baptist church where I recall people talking in a way that absolutely confused me. <laughs> I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure they were speaking in tongues. I, however, was only there for the snacks and the coloring. The second time I was in a church was when I was in high school with my best friend. She and I decided to go to this very tiny little rural church near her house. We thought this was the best idea. We got dressed up. We were fancy. We walked in. It's a very small space. The preacher was preaching. Everything was lovely. And we got the giggles in the back pew. It was awful and it was hilarious. The third time I was in a church in that time frame was when I was about 25 and I was sent on assignment to a black church in inner city Philadelphia. I was a journalist at the time and there was a big, big story unfolding in our community. And so I was sent on this assignment as part of that big, big story. And when we, my fiance and I, is now my husband, Dan, uh, went to this church, we walked in this huge warehouse building and we were the only people there besides one other couple. And there were staff people, of course, and they were very sweet, very lovely. And we went through all of their worship rituals. And I was absolutely humiliated by being in a place where I was showing up inauthentic. Um, I didn't show up as a reporter. I showed up as an observer who would be taking notes. But of course, you can't do that when you're the only people in the room. <laughs> Nonetheless, I did not get a story that day. I walked out of that experience enlightened. And I have a great respect for every experience that I have experienced in my life and what happened in that church that day. So when I tell you right now that the strength I'm going to talk about today and the one that I'm honestly the most proud of and that I use the most in my life is that I am a highly 
spiritual, deeply soulful woman. And so you might laugh at that. (laughs) You might laugh if you knew the story of my life. I actually think this might be the memoir that I will write someday because my own spiritual journey has been amazing, beautiful, glorious. But it started from nothing. Now, I am highly spiritual, deeply soulful. I am not religious, though I am a member of a congregation and I do pay, (laughs) we do pay, and um, I attend a very open-minded spiritual faith and I'm active participant. But I'm not religious. I am soulful. But I am absolutely not dogmatic. I am a seeker. I question. I feel. I honor. My spiritual embodiment was at the root of the work that I have created and really still is over the last decade. It's a huge part of the work that I do in my coaching with women. I feel my way into every conversation. It's not uncommon for me to hold my hand over my heart and just need a little time to process that spiritual moment that just unfolded. And by spiritual, that can be many things, right? It can be many things. And I'm not going to, this podcast isn't about my spiritual, you know, practices or beliefs, though I do share a lot of those and have over the years in any of my workshops and retreats, um, the upcoming seasonal spring retreat that I'll be hosting on March 14th will, uh, offer spiritual nourishment, spiritual well-being, My own spiritual well-being practices are everything to me. Everything. Everything. (laughs) I I can't stress it enough. You may have a hard time getting me to go out and exercise, but you will never have a hard time with getting me to to work and do the spiritual well-being practices that I love. But that's not my point of this particular episode. This particular episode is talking about finding your strengths, using your strengths. And that when you start to use your strengths for good, amazing things will happen. And I hope my story demonstrates that what may not have been a strength in your younger years can easily change and become one. Such is the case with a lot of my coaching clients who are on a journey to find their authentic life path and career. All too often their stories were that they did what their parents wanted them to do and they ended up not real happy in that career or they chased dreams that really weren't authentic to them and now they are so excited to find out who they are, 
what they need and how they will be happiest because now they are older and they have arrived and they're not trying to find and seek any longer. Now it's about trying to find and seek what is within. This is where I begin my own spiritual work of helping them pull back those layers and find their core strengths, what I call their superpowers. Once you know your superpowers, the parts of you that you can love and accept and embrace, you will use them for everything. Your creativity, your challenges, your relationships, your career choices and decisions, everything. If you're wanting to kind of get into a little bit more about your strengths, like finding them, a great place to start is to just start asking everybody around you who know you well enough what they think your strengths are. See what they say. This is a tough exercise in humility for sure, but it's a great way to really see how others see you. Of course, the work we do in coaching is helping you see you too. But before you can do that work, you have to be open to seeing what you're going to see in that inner hood. You know, I keep talking about the inner hood of you. Your inner hood is filled with such amazing wisdom and data and power. And until we get under the hood, we don't really know what we're capable of. So ask someone, ask someone who loves you a lot, what they think your strength is. Ask someone you don't really know a whole well a lot and see what they say. But the truth is in order to take yourself and your dreams more seriously, you have to be willing to get out of your own way and start to really see the big picture of yourself. That really honestly begins with your superpowers. For me, I am always working to develop a new strength or cultivate a steady one that I already have. I journal often on my superpowers to make sure I'm clear on what they are and that I'm using them for the greater good. I do call them superpowers for a reason. When you use them right, you are powerful. When you misuse them, people can get hurt, especially you. Speaking of superpowers and being powerful, I have an announcement. I am really excited to share with you that this episode will be my last solo podcast for a little bit as I begin to share this space with other women who are going to tell you their Brave Yes stories. My Brave Yes Voices series will explore 10 women's Brave Yes journeys. Each story will dive into the brave yes decision and action that allowed her to be more herself and love herself. I really hope you will turn in, listen, leave reviews, learn, and share each episode so these women's stories get more ears and eyes. Because when we share our stories, when we open up and tell people 
what is on our hearts and what we had to do, what tough decisions we had to make to be more ourselves, we should listen. We should hold space because it's courageous to share those stories. And I'm really looking forward to being the interviewer and pulling out these stories. As many of you may know, and many of you will not know, I was a journalist, as I said earlier in this episode. And so asking questions and telling people stories is actually a part of my fabric. It's, it's just, I love to do it, and I'm, I'm so glad to be bringing that feature back. So since I will not be coming here and talking to you personally uh, for 15, 25 minutes, I would love to ask you, if you're interested in staying in touch, to hop on over and get on my email list. Every first day of the month, I email out my Brave Yes newsletter, a great place for you to keep up with all the content that I'm creating or any offers that I'm making in order to get involved or stay in touch. And so I'm encouraging you to head over, get on the email list. The best way to do that is to sign up for my Rise Stronger in 2021 challenge. If you did that, you're already on my email list. And again, that challenge is just designed to give you the six science-backed tools that I know work really well to bring you a greater sense of well-being and resilience. It's only seven days of your life and you will get a new training every single day based in positive psychology and mindfulness. And the very first epi- the very first lesson that you will get will be about building your strengths. So go ahead, sign up. It'll get you on my email list so we can stay in touch over the next several weeks. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of The Brave Yes. I look forward to sharing a few of my own big brave yes stories in the future episodes as well, and those amazing brave yes stories from my potential guests. And of course, I hope to connect with you in the Rise Stronger in 2021 challenge. If you like this episode, please leave a review or share with a friend. Have a good week, everybody.